today we are broadcasting from Nipaluna, Lutruwita. We pay our respects to the traditional custodians of this land and elders past, present and emerging. We extend our respect to any First Nations, Aboriginal and Torres Strait Islander people joining us this morning. The feel-good way to start your day. Woody and Tubes. What did we do today? Uh, you just said, just turn the mics on. Yeah, I did, okay. because I... Get me my blue M&Ms. No, I, I don't like the blue ones. It's the oh. orange ones I love and the brown ones. We yeah. finally found something that was vegan that you could stomach. Uh, no, don't I, don't put it off because producer Ray gets upset when you do that because she wants like, us all to eat less meat. She's a vegan. Love the cheese. Didn't enjoy the vegan cheese, but I tell you what, I could smash vegan ice cream all day. You couldn't tell the difference. Well, I don't think. The, there's a little bit of information in there about me being vegan. I'm pretty happy to be off the vegan train now. A lot of stuff we covered off on, including the Jack Jumpers, their epic win. Yes. Wow. That was so incredible. We're going to go into depth about that, Tubes. You had a believe it or not fact. No, it wasn't. A, it was a legit story. It, it's an incredible story well. about someone that died. Well, don't give it away. And they came listen, back to let life. Them, you'd let them listen to the podcast. No, but they died. They were in a morgue. <laughs> and, of course, we had all your calls. Here's what yes. you missed. This is Woody and Tubes. Good morning. Good morning, Hobart. Good morning, Tasmania. Why what? is it so dark? Because that's what happens as the year gets on, Tubes. I don't want it. I don't it want that. It's... I was looking out the window and I could see Mount Wellington, Kunanyi, for like the last five or six weeks every morning. It's been a really nice walk to work. And now it's dark. It was a bit wet today. Slow down. If you would like a ticket in the meat train, we're talking about a hundred bucks worth of meat. Just give us a call, 133353, right now to get your ticket. That's all you have to do. Easy. Thanks to Robbo's Chicken and Meats, where we cannot help but say... Wow, Robbo. Robbo. Open hey, seven days in Glenorchy. Hey. Oh, no, we're going to touch off on the Jackies. Yes. But did you see green everywhere? Even I West did. Point. Painting the town which turns green. turns 50 today. Happy birthday. Happy birthday, <laughs> West Point. It was green. Businesses were green. They hand out free packs so you can register your business and they'll give you streamers, balloons, posters. 200 businesses have registered. What a win. Huge win. We'll be talking about that all throughout the morning. And, of course, it is Free Plug Friday. If you've got anyone you'd like to give a plug to, a business, a charity, an event that's happening this weekend, whatever you want, give us a call, one triple three five three. It is Free Plug Friday. And we'll give you a ticket in the meat tray as well. And any friends that you're doing shout-outs to today? Because I noticed that sometimes you're sneaking in a few friends. What do you mean? I know we're all related, kind of, but... What, into the plugs? Into the plugs. I'm not plugging my friends any more than I'm plugging local businesses. I thought you were going to give the plug name. No. Shout out to Jeff from Hobart Drain Cleaning. (laughs) I knew it. Hello, Jeff. Glenn in Primrose Sands. Would you like a ticket in the meat tray? Yes, please. Thank you. You've got one. You're heading home from work. Yes. Oh, my God. So you work through the night. Yeah, um... Two days, two nights, four off. What do you do? I'm going to guess. Let me guess. Fiery. Police officer. No, no, uh, I work in a zinc smelter. Uh, Out at uh, Nearstar. Nearstar. Of course. Gotcha. Two days, two nights, then home. 
Well, then good. how many yes. days off do you get, Glenn? Four. Oh, that's pretty good. Well, you've got a ticket in the meat tray. Ten well hour done. shifts, I assume. That's huge. Well done, Glenn. Uh, thank you. And good night. Good evening. Good, good morning. Evening. Is it still morning if you're going to bed? Yeah, good morning, Glenn. Hi, Scott, in Montrose. Hello. So you just pulled up at work. We've got one just finishing. You're just pulling up. What do you do? I'm a uh, groundsman in a school at Hobart. <sighs> and how are you going with all the kids being back at school? Very noisy, but, um, yeah, it's uh, really, really good. A great bunch of kids. Oh, oh, well, right. well done, Scotty. Yeah. you got a ticket in the meat tray, thanks to Robbo's Chicken and Meats. And Steve in Primrose Sand, you don't know Glenn, do you? He lives down at Primrose. No, who, sorry? Glenn, works Glenn. at Neastar, going home from work. Uh, uh, fair no, enough. No. Fair enough, there's a Probably. few people at Primrose. Yeah, it's, it's not like a town of 12. Oh, no. It's not a street on neighbours. You know what Tassie's like. You know what Tasmania's yes. like. As soon as you mention, do you know hey. this bloke? Yeah, I know. Yeah. You could almost walk up to anyone, don't you think, Steve, in the street that you don't know and ask them if they know any of your six friends, and they probably will. Yeah, I get I get that all the time. I know quite a few people, and they say good day, and the wife says, you know everyone. It's just... <laughs> <laughs> That's like my tubes. I am Tasmanian, you say to her. Good on you, Steve. We've got you a ticket in the meat tray. Drive safe out there, Steve. He's working. He's a garbologist. That's the official title, isn't it, Steve? Is that? Uh, actually, it's a, a technician. Te- Garbage technician. Garbage technician. Love it. Good on Here you, Steve. I was thinking it was garbologist. Maybe that's a word I've made up. Rachel from our Triple M Hobart Newsroom is in the studio. Morning, Rachel. Good morning. It's a... Difficult thing to is. cover, isn't it? It's yeah. just horrific what is happening. Yeah, um, as we know, we the the devastating earthquake over in Sur- uh, Turkey and Syria. I mean that the situation there is still unfolding. Several days on, this earthquake happened on Monday this mm. week, and the death toll has actually climbed. It's surpassed nineteen thousand seven hundred oh, overnight, and sadly that does include one Australian man, a Sydney a Sydney guy who was over there. Three Aussies do remain unaccounted for as rescue workers are just trying to pull people from the rubble and the. The search for survivors is unfortunately dwindling as time goes on and pretty horrific conditions are actually setting in. There's fears more lives could be lost because there's a lack of water and heating. Obviously, when an earthquake happens, your your resources are kind of strapped there for a little bit and snow's falling in the region and freezing temperatures are setting in. So there are fears for lives over in those regions. Um, The good news, though, from from here, we've just sent over um, a team of 70 Aussies are flying out today um, as a part of a critical response team. Most of those people are from the New South Wales Ambulance Service, so a crack team of Aussie response people are, are flying over to try and help with rescue efforts and the clean-up efforts. And the Australian government's also um, sending over $10 million in humanitarian aid. Oh, you just couldn't imagine it. You just couldn't imagine it. And there, yesterday there was some incredible footage of mm. you see all these people helping, but they pulled a family out. Still alive that had been trapped. That was uh, just. It was just seeing them pass. The silver lining there, yeah. Little kids over. It was. I can't imagine what you it's can't. like. It's just the brutal power oh. of this planet is mm. astounding. It's and unbelievable, yeah. There's a lot of charities that are set up over there that are currently working there already in the region. Care Australia, Oxfam, Save the Children are already working that, in mm-hmm. that area. 
as part of their charity work. But UNICEF, Red Cross and Doctors Without Borders have set up specific disaster response efforts so you can donate there too. Yeah, it's a a pretty horrific scene. I mean, if you've seen any of the images circulating online, you'll see just how how deep this is impacting those countries and, yeah. and even people back here. You know, I have some friends with family over there and it's 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 a really hard time. So if you know people that are affected, just rally around them because they need you right now. Absolutely, Rachel. Thank you for giving us the latest. It's Triple M Breakfast. Rachel from our Triple M Hobart newsroom is still in the studio because we have to cover off on the Jackies win into the NBL playoffs. Oh, mate. Oh, my God. The town is painted green, and rightfully so. The Jack Jumpers put on an absolute show last night, defeating Ken's Taipans 87-79. to Um, Yeah, we're now through to the NBL playoffs for the second time in the franchise's two-year history. (laughs) It's the best. Incredible. Because people were saying, and I heard them from the mainland, that it was a fluke. Oh, yeah. They're not going to back it up. What? Fluke, yeah. No, mate. No, no. Read it and weep, boys. was one of those. Yeah, I might have been one of those. (laughs) He jumped off. I was a believer. (laughs) I was a believer the whole time. I don't think so. I think after the first season, that fairy tale story, we... We were pretty excited, all of us, and mm. I think I was being a realist. I don't think uh. the Jackies, I don't think anyone really, in their, if they were being genu- genuinely honest, thought the Jack Jumpers would go into the final series again. Like, uh, no. Oh, look, pundits- I hear what you say because I mean, you look at other codes. You look at you know new teams in the AFL, like Gold Coast Suns. What have they done? Nothing. <laughs> um, you know, you look at that in other codes, and it's not a thing that happens. But down here, it has just been pure magic. And yeah, yeah the Jackies are through to but the playoffs. They've got the chemistry right. They do. They've got the coach right. They've got the team I- right. They're in the groove. They're Let's- in the groove. And like they were down. Josh Majette was was down. They don't have Clint Steindl. They oh. had you know some, they were missing some big names, and the team pulled through. Isaac White had a great night. You got his call up to the court and it was just phenomenal. Oh. Yeah, I think I think there was a lot going against the Jackies this year and I think that shows that the setup that Scott Roth has at the Tasmania Jack Jumpers is the old one man out, one man in mm. setup. And I love what he's created. I love the ethos that they stand for. I'm shocked that they <laughs> are into those playoff series. So now we take on the New Zealand Breakers. Yeah, they, fly out, in, they fly out this afternoon over to New Zealand. First game Sunday. I don't know whether they, they should have just packed their passports and ducked in from Cairns. But yeah. it's, it's quite incredible that we are, you know, oh. two wins off making the championship series again. I just... Uh, it, it's, it's crazy to me. I think it's it's the easiest way to get to that championship series mm-hmm. too, given that if we had have lost last night, we would have taken on the Perth Wildcats at home on Sunday and then had to have played if we won that game against on Sunday Sydney. Yeah. against the Sydney Kings, who are <laughs> odds, like genuine odds-on favourites yeah. to win. Hopefully, the winner of the game between the Perth Wildcats and the Cairns Taipans can rattle the Sydney Kings a little bit because yes, I, I feel think. like if we can beat the New Zealand Breakers, and that's going to be a tough series, but it will, it'll be but the easier of on? the can two. Can we do it? I reckon we Absolutely. can. I think so. I'm always Chips, I'm half glass <laughs> full. He's always half glass <laughs> empty. Together we make a glass. Yeah, well, <laughs> I think. Is I that how math I, works? I, I'm just happy to have some water. Well, <laughs> <laughs> that's triple <laughs> We've got Tanya in Magra giving us a call because it is Free Plug Friday, and we're giving tickets away in the metro. Good morning, Tanya. Morning. What are you doing? Sorry? What are you up to? Uh, On my way to work. What do you do? Uh, Business support officer. That sounds interesting. What does that entail? Uh, Purchasing, looking after fleet, um, looking after comms, 
uh, yeah, lots of different things, different you, things every day. Would you describe yourself as a Stanley knife, the, uh, what? what do you call it, not Stanley knife, what? Swiss Army knife of your <laughs> business? A bit of everything. Ah, <laughs> uh, yeah. And everybody much. needs one, Tanya. Well, yes, exactly. Do you exactly. do you have an off uh, credit card, work credit card? I had it once. I borrowed it from the boss and I spent 150 bucks at Officeworks and I'm never allowed to have it again. <laughs> and you know what's happened, Tanya, that I'm not allowed to have it either. <laughs> and I haven't done anything. You got t- <laughs> Where are we? Well done, Tanya. You've got a ticket in the meat tray. Have a great day. It's Triple M Breakfast. We're all having a bit of fun this morning, aren't we? Aren't we, team? <laughs> We're all well, taking Esther out of context. No, That's no, me. No, I asked no. you to I asked you to record something <laughs> for me yesterday in the spare studio and I went so we all, well, this this is a this is a silly radio. Yeah, it is silly. So Esther goes into the spare studio and reads out a thing, but before she gets to what I'd pre-written for her. This was a sport. This is what happened. No. I'll Push it. <laughs> da, 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 da. Ah. 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 Ha. Ha. Hello. Okay. <laughs> I mean, it's just, we're all having, and then there's, you always do this. You take me out of context. <laughs> you, all right. Uh, that. That was because we could not find a turkey sound effect. What's that one? It's a seagull, is it? What do you think it sounds like? We should have the secret sound Woody's animal noises. <laughs> you should do the show on your own. Oh, everyone's laughing. Producer Rhea's laughing. Yeah. Everyone's having a good time. <laughs> this is Woody and Tubes. There's already bus cancellations today. 67, in fact. What is going on? There was nearly 90 yesterday. Well... 77 the day before. Hundreds of kids are late for school. Hundreds. Yes, it is a little bit uh, concerning that this hasn't changed since last year. We've been talking about this pretty much from the day we went to air. Yep. And... We've Today. spoken with Katie Cooper, that's the Metro CEO, because I don't really feel like there's much of a solution in play at the moment. They're trying to recruit drivers, but the problem is you can't retain them when the majority of them are saying that they're being assaulted, spat on, abused on a daily basis. And she did talk to us, Tubes, actually, about if the police were doing enough with that and driver safety. We're working with the police. So Metro actually engages some dedicated police to work with us on um, on. Uh, metro services and obviously we work with the broader police for any issues we share and we have cctv on all our buses um regarding you know any activities that they need to see for you know behavioral issues or criminal activities um and so we work very closely with the police i think there's a broader community issue that's not just law enforcement to solve either i think we all have a part to play um in trying to resolve this issue from a policy perspective from a, a community services perspective from a family and home perspective from a business perspective i think everybody has a role to play so to, to recruit more drivers you've got huh. Sorry, Cut you I, off there. It's okay. <laughs> Must have been a bad question. <laughs> <laughs> it was. It was no good. I was. I. I am. I understand why there's driver shortages. 
Because who would want to go to a place oh, where you get abused every day? We're being not every day. It's not like let's be frank. It's not happening every day. Otherwise, no one would do it, it and there'd be more of an uproar. The reality is that yes, she's correct. We do all have to take part in the safety of people's workplaces, all of us, and the safety of our community. However, when there are reprobates out there literally breaking the law, it is not up to citizens no. to take law enforcement into their own hands. And it's not up to employees to take law enforcement into their own hands. Are police doing enough? Well, they're trying hard, but they can't follow this handful of jerks that are spitting on bus drivers, abusing bus drivers, abusing passengers, abusing patrons, doing all of this stuff. This is this is a pretty big issue, and I think a fair amount of the law enforcement, that's the police's job, and I'm not having a crack and then, at police. But then you've got police that are suffering with their own retention and recruiting. I, think I the mean, biggest, they recruit, they've recruited a lot, but they're suffering retention rates. The biggest issue for me is that there are children trying to get to school now oh, that may struggle to get to their school. Children need to feel safe. Like, yes. I don't care if it's an isolated incident, if it hasn't happened to a bus driver yet. Bus drivers and commuters know this is happening. So just that fear that it could happen. No today's, one should have that. Today's one of those days where public transport's essential. It is raining. It is wet on the roads. It's a 27-minute drive in from Lauderdale at the moment, 24-minute drive in from Sorrell and from Claremont. It's a, it's pretty clear on the roads at the moment. No, no major issues. 20, uh, 16 minutes into the CBD. So these are the days, though, where we do need to take it easy. It's a little slippery. We haven't seen rain for a while. Just take some care. Allow a little bit of extra time to get the kids to school or get yourself to work. And I'd love whatever to you're doing this morning. hear from how it's affecting you, if it is. There's a white sausage bread. bandit, and he has been putting sausages in white bread with sauce into people's letterboxes. The mystery is tearing the community apart. What? This is ludicrous. This is the best thing ever. Would you eat it? Bang, down the gullet. You really would? They could have put laxatives in it. If they really want to give me the shits, they probably already have. <laughs> Marcus, enforce it. Would you eat the snag? No way. You must have some mates that are a bit dodgy, eh, Marcus? Yeah, 100%. Definitely. <laughs> Darren in Honeywood, you're eating a letterbox sausage? No. <laughs> no, no. What if it was lamb? Oh, yes, I'd eat that. Oh, mate, if someone put a roast lamb, I'd marry him. <laughs> Which of the following Hobart suburbs does not have a Bunnings? A, Mornington, B, North Hobart. B. And just like that, one. you've won $100 cash, Aaron. Just uh, put it out there. I'd eat the sausage. You'd eat the sausage? Yep. In, in letterboxes. just in. There's no context to that, Aaron, at all, <laughs> except that you would eat the sausage. Yeah, I'd eat the sausage. John, in Midway Point, you got an update for us on the traffic at Mornington? Normally a 10, 15-minute run to the dentist at Rosie. I'm already boxed up 40 minutes, so my doggy isn't got to go to the doggy park this morning, so... Hang on the line afterwards, and I'll swing by and pick up your dog and take him <laughs> with my two. No, I will. If you, if you let me have him or her... Uh, her service dog that predicts heart attacks. Genius. The only thing my dog does is predict mealtime. <laughs> <laughs> Tassie girl Jess Clennett. She has been around Hobart quite a bit for the last few years. She auditioned on Australian Idol last night on the fourth anniversary of her father's passing, Woody. She spoke to us about making her dad proud. Yeah. So overwhelming. Obviously an incredibly emotional day. Like, my dad's been my biggest motivation to 
to do well and to fulfil my dreams, especially since he passed, which is a very strange thing to say, but it's just huge motivation to make him proud. So I just want to do really well. My co-host has ducked out of the studio to take his five-year-old daughter, Molly, to school. How do you feel about going to school? <laughs> Who are you looking forward to seeing today? What about Alfie? Because didn't you guys get married? Yeah. You got married twice. Twice. Alfie just uh, as Spider-Man. What's your advice to anyone going to school today? What would you say to them? Mm, hello? What would you say then? Have fun or? Hello? Okay. Remember the days of the old school yard. I think you should go on maths. The more I think about it, the more it is perfect. As if they would have me. Because it's basically like you go in and you order exactly what you want off the menu. And then this, they give you the opposite. No, they don't. They do, just so they can sit yeah, well, back and watch the fireworks. I don't need <laughs> any help finding someone that is wrong for me. Pretty. I do that. On my own. Don't There's encourage him. There's a lot him. of texts coming Do through. Not. Morning, guys. I agree with Tubes. Woody should go on Married at We're First Sight from talk. Mick and Glenorchy. Stop it. And Michael from Delicious uh. wants Tubes to start a petition to get Woody on maths, Married at First Sight. He said if Wood was on it, he might actually have to watch it then, mainly because he thinks she might deck someone in the first episode. Hello, world. Paul. It's our wedding anniversary this Valentine's Day, 25 years. Oh. What's your secret to surviving 25 years of marriage? Uh, just if they start carrying on, just go outside and mow the lawn. Mow the lawn. So your wife mows the lawn a bit, does she, Paul? <laughs> no. <laughs> We've got tickets to Velvet Rewind. Sarah in Dulcet. I really want to see it. I love Marsha oh. and, and I love all the old, like, the 70s songs. Um, thank you so much. That'll be our birthday outing. Woody is about to ask if you want a babysitter. Yeah, we've got three. Babysitter would be great, Pam. Yep, no worries. <laughs> Eight, 13 and 15. So really, uh, I won't have the 15-year-old, thanks. <laughs> I will go between ages of naught up to about 14 when they turn a bit cranky. Yes, I'm hearing you. <laughs> You can join us anytime on one triple three five three. We are joined by Tommy Little, whose show Work in Progress is in Bernie tonight. Tommy, how yes. excited are you to be back in Tasmania? I'm so excited. Tassie is one of the most beautiful parts of the world. I do have to admit, I did not know where Bernie was until just a few minutes ago, and I've just discovered it is on the coast and not 150 k's inland from Launceston like I thought. So. <laughs> That is good to know. <laughs> well, Tommy, you're talking to a Bernie boy here. I'm. I was born in Bernie. Tubes, I love it. Give us, give us the other famous people that have come from Bernie. You would know Josh Earl, the comedian, fantastic comedian, Tasma- yes. Tasmanian and Bernie boy. Played mini league with him in the yes. Bernie, Bernie District Footy League. <laughs> Bloody hell. Uh, it's a town full of stars and the list has uh, run out. <laughs> and then and then it's a long fall to me. I'm sure the community up there is so excited. Tell us about work in progress. It's basically about my last year, which involved um, devoting my life to the worst sport in the world, which is endurance swimming. 
And I, um, I, I started the year not knowing how to swim and then ended it by attempting a world record swim from England to Belgium as part of a team. And I don't want to give away the ending too much, but it did not go well, Jude. <laughs> well, well, there's loads of stuff happening, Tommy. You've been massive, mate. What are you most excited about for 2023? Have you got something in the pipelines for you this year? I'm, I'm climbing a mountain called Death Mountain at the end of the year. <laughs> what are you doing, you moron? <laughs> and I'd never, I've never hiked before, and I was actually going to do it over New Year's, like the one that we've just had. But my mum said to me, she said, darling, um, I don't want to call you um, uh, too much of a dickhead, but um, I think you should just at least do one hike before you do Death Mountain. And so I hiked Mount Kilimanjaro over, um, over New Year's, which was, it was fine, fine. It was fine. Hiking is walking. I don't know why people think it's a sport. It's just walking. <laughs> And it was just a really long walk. Tommy, tickets still available, mate. What have you got to say to the people in Bernie who are thinking about coming along? Oh, just come along. You'll have the best time. It's not like a normal comedy show. Uh, It is in the sense that I give you an hour of uh, righteous laughter where you can forget all the crap you've got going on in your life and just sit back and laugh at my mistakes. But also then at the end, we lock the doors, throw our keys in a bowl and really kick things off. That sounds like fun to me. Tommy Little's show, Work in Progress, still tickets available from BernieArts.net. Thanks so much for joining us. This is Woody and Tubes. If you'd like a ticket in the meat tray, you can call us anytime throughout the show on 13353. It's as easy as that. It's 100 bucks worth of meat, and you can spend it on whatever you want at Robbo's Chicken and Meats, where Tubes can't help but say... Wow, Robbo. Uh, inside the next 20, we have got a cover-off on bus cancellations, third day in a row. The first day was around 77, second day close to 90, and this morning tubes we've already got over 60. 67, yep, is what the total's at at the moment. There's no real major traffic delays at this point in time. It is only 10 past 7, but I would suggest if you're thinking about heading out early, that's a good idea because it is a little wet on the roads. We've got a shower or two today and 23 the top in the city. A little bit slippery on the road, so take care, be safe. And if you'd like to let us know how the buses are affecting you, if at all, 0488881073. We do know, Tubes, that hundreds of kids are being are late for school. They are, and they have been stranded at times with their metro bus issues. So just be safe out there. Be cautious. If you need to take some extra time, like I've said, I know I'm harping on it like a dad. Put your lights on. Be careful. Take the time to arrive safe. We also caught up with Katie Cooper, the CEO of Metro. We'll hear what she has to say about the cancellations. But Janelle, you've got a ticket in the meat tray. Well done. Thank you very much. You're off to work. Off to work. What do you do? I'm a receptionist for psychiatry. Is there an appointment later today? (laughs) (laughs) I'm not even joking. I think she's doing it for me, Janelle. Hobart, you challenge tubes to turn vegan. It's a conversion in process. If you've missed anything, this is how it's gone so far. We like to give you what you ask for on this show. Rodney in Signet. Joe, man, I've got an idea. It's a challenge. Why don't you get your producer, get her to pick all the vegan food that she likes, and you have to eat it. Captain Vegetable. Watch up, Crunch, crunch, crunch. Are you feeding me? I, how do you like your sausages? I cooked these last night. I've dipped it in a bit of Jono sauce. No Just sauce. open your mouth. <laughs> That's a vegan one, for sure. No, you don't know that. 
Mm-hmm. That's a vegan one because it tastes like a boot. Can't see anything. I'm blindfolded. What are we eating? Vegan meatball and a normal meatball. He's got the whole ball in his mouth. Vegan. Just swallow, please. It's not bad, but it's not for me. What does it taste like? Wet soap. How but, would you um, know what soap tastes like? I've had my mouth washed out a few <laughs> times in my life. Did I get it right? Yeah, you got it right. I could eat that, but yeah. if I had a choice, I wouldn't eat either of them. <laughs> This has been fun. Now we're doing chicken schnitzels. He's taking a little bite. He's having that's a bit of a vegan. Actually, that's not bad. That's not bad. I could eat that. Yeah, you got it right. Yeah, that was that was good. Cut the vegetable. Crunch, crunch, crunch. Captain vegetable. Watch up, Crunch, crunch, crunch. Okay, so now I've actually we've received so many complaints. I, I because apparently I'm giving the vegans. A bad name. Producer Rhea, <laughs> you are our resident vegan. You believe we should all eat a little bit less meat. Absolutely. I'm part-time vegan. I really am. I'm no, really not. Yes, I am. Part-time vegan. I'm you can't do that, can you, Everyone's Rhea? a little bit vegan, really. Yes. So, you've We're taken omni- over. omnivores. <laughs> I'm not allowed to buy any more vegan food. Because I just look for the cheapest. But yeah, you've got it. There's a lot of things out there nowadays, and you do have to pick and choose and, and taste okay. and fail a little bit. Well, you're our expert. You're a vegan that does like the taste of meat, though. So you like things to taste like meat. Yeah. But you yeah. don't want to consume I'm not vegan because I don't like the taste. I'm vegan because okay. of ethical reasons. So you guarantee so, that he will not be able to tell the difference between yeah. these. We've got cheeses and we've got magnums. I can't even believe there's a vegan magnum, but let's Can we go. get to it? I'm starving. Oh, let's go. Oh, excuse me. So, there's somewhere else to be, Mr. Blindfold? <laughs> well, yeah. I'm, I'm blindfolded. I've got my resident vegan here. Let's get into it. We'll we've do got the cheese first. Cheese first. We've got two different types of cheese. One is goat style. Love it. And the oh, other okay. is cheddar yeah. So which do you want to start with? Uh, Just shove we'll it in his start mouth. start with the cheddar. cheddar. Don't give okay. him a choice. Are you allowed to... All right, he's got his mouth open. He's blindfolded. There you go. Into the gob it was. It's a. It seemed to be much easier for me to feed him than you would. Oh, what's well. going on there? His yeah. mouth moves a lot. <laughs> that's pretty good. So I think that's. What does it taste that's... like though? That tastes like cheese, cheddar cheese. That's. So, I reckon that one's the regular. Okay, regular. Let's move on to the next one. He's sucking on that. He's very intent. You do take this very seriously. I've noticed. What? Is that? That's the vegan one. The, this last one um, was the vegan one. Mm. You reckon? He's actually. Was that, s- that wasn't cheddar style. He scrunched his Stop nose cheddar, up. Cheddar. That was not. Oh, he actually looks disgusted. That one tastes like vinegar. This oh, is okay. supposed to be what it's like. I didn't like that one, but I like the first one. That was a hard cheddar, and then the second one was the vegan. Which one was it, Rhea? Which one was the vegan? The second. Yeah. Oh, yes, damn correct. it! <laughs> okay, now we're going to goats. Damn it. Yes. Love so a bit of goat. goat style cheese. Ready? Yep. All right. Just, you're going to have to hurry up with swallowing because we are going on a bit this morning. Mate, just make it like this isn't... That one, that's vegan. What that stuff? tastes like, um... What's that? Oh, <laughs> uh, you know, you know... Okay, that's the vegan one. Second one. This will be goats. All right. Now, let's try to just suck on it and just let me know straight away. Mate, you're not trialling expensive wines. You don't need to swirl it around. Just that swallow is, it. That's a goat stock. Um, what's the fennel? Oh, There's fennel in that. We don't have time. Yeah, there okay. was, was, there was right? fennel in it. Fennel in that. And he that. was right. Oh, yeah, yeah. God. All right, now we've got ice creams. Let's Wait do a it. Wait Leave your blindfold on and you're I'll get them out so you can't see the rabbit. Guys. We've been <laughs> going on for didn't... five minutes. What did you think, though? I didn't, we... like, I didn't like the vegan-style cheddar because I love cheese 
and I love milk. So I, I didn't mind the goats. See, style. that goats one is my favourite. Yeah, That's that, my wasn't that wasn't bad. That wasn't bad. Can we that. just move along, guys? <laughs> How I long mean, does it take Rhea to get a magnum out of the package? I've already eaten it. All right, so, you can take don't your blindfold off. You're the, now, you see, he's got two magnums in front of him. I can already They tell. both look the same, don't they? They do. You know, you, sometimes you can get a bit the more. The first one? That, that can be a little bit dodgy in the <laughs> production. That is a cow's milk. He's shoving the second magnum in his mouth. They look identical to me. Even the creamy texture looks identical. That's not bad. Yeah. So you don't know, do you? No. We've stumped you. That's cow. That's From taste or look? The first one? From taste. But that's not bad. That vegan ice cream. Did he get it right? He did get it right. Why are we even doing this? Captain Bunchdorf. Crunch, wins again. We've been trying to convert tubes to at least being a part-time vegan because producer Rhea is incredibly passionate, of course, about our animals and she believes that we all could eat a little bit less meat. Got a little bit of ice cream on the I lost the point of it all because you just took so long to eat. It took took some time, but it was good. Some vegan cheese and I don't know how you do it. No one else around the office got it. No one else got it right. You have got every single thing right. But in saying that, Mm. You're still munching on the vegan magnum. The me- vegan magnum was, that was tip top. That it was tastes good. like a magnum, it right? It actually tastes like chocolate. Like, you know how you have these vegan chocolates that just, I've tasted them before. They're like, what are they called? Mocklet? Mock chocolate? Yeah. No good. That was good. Well done. <laughs> it is free plug Friday. Well done, magnum. <laughs> <laughs> We've been trying to convert tubes to at least being a part-time vegan because producer Rhea is incredibly passionate, of course, about our animals and yeah. she believes that we all could eat a little bit less meat. Got a little right? bit of ice cream on I the I lost the point <clears throat> of it all because you just took so long yeah, to t- eat. It took, it took some time, but it was good. Some vegan cheese and I don't know how you do it. No one else around the office got it. No one else got it right. You have got every single thing right. But in saying that, Mm. You're still munching on the vegan magnum. The me- vegan magnum was that was tip top. That it was tastes good. like a magnum. It right? actually tastes like chocolate. Like you know how you have these vegan chocolates that just I've tasted them before. They're like what are they called? Mocklet, mock chocolate. Yeah, no good. That was good. Well done. <laughs> it is free plug Friday. Well done, magnum. <laughs> <laughs> this is Woody and Tubes. Peter 44, Australia's number one entertainment reporter, joining us before eight. We've got tickets to Velvet Rewired as well as a stack of cash to give away before the end of the show. But we are covering off on the bus cancellations already this morning. Another 67. We're going to go into more detail coming up just after eight. But we love hearing from you on 13353. John from New Norfolk has given us a call. Good morning, John. You've got an idea for bus safety. What do you want to tell us? Yeah, well, why can't they just put some sort of safety shield up against the bus driver and where people get on? Yeah, there's, there's that. I, it's I, definitely I think, a point. I definitely. think they're looking at that, John. I think bus drivers, though, a little worried for their own safety with those enclosures, too, that they would be trapped in there and that it does provide some sort of blind spot and things like that. I think as far as safety goes, they're... They're more worried about, 
I don't, to be honest, I don't know, John. Maybe it's they hard. just need to put it in. We, well, yeah, but it's hard to know, isn't it, John? It should be there. If you want it there, you should be entitled to have it as bus drivers. Yeah, and then... Yeah, we're, we're, like, yeah. yeah keep going. No, you go. No, you go, John. This is Hobart's show, not mine. Yeah, like, um, it's really a no-brainer, though, isn't it? Like, um, if, there's, if there's something there that's not people getting at you, yeah? well, um, put it in there. Like, if, if you want to drive a bus, well, that's part of it, really. Like, I, I work in disability, so um, I, I work with behaviours, and I get spat at, hit at, um, not on a daily basis, but it can, it can happen random. Um, and, and that's part of my job. I'm not saying these guys should go to work driving a bus and get treated like that, but um, so it's up to my company to make sure I'm working in a safe environment, really. So if, if that's part of safety, like the name for safety, I reckon they should just go for it. And if a bus driver not, doesn't feel comfortable with that, well, let him not have it and let him get spat at and, and let him get hit at. Yeah, I think oh. you, you touch on that uh, there, John. I think you're absolutely right. Everybody, every single person that goes to a workplace deserves to be safe. And yeah, no, the employer, that's that's the responsibility of an employer and an employee. It's a responsibility of us all to make sure that we are safe at work. If you see something at work and it's an unsafe situation, you've got to bring that up with your employer. And I, I'm sure that Metro and the bus drivers, the employees at Metro, are trying to work together to get this issue solved. But also... The frustration I think the bus drivers have is that perhaps Metro aren't doing enough to make them safe. Yeah, we, we've heard from a lot of bus drivers. There's also the safety of commuters, commuters on the bus, yeah. John. Well, I wanted to catch a bus the, the other sorry. day and I was too scared. That is legit. I actually thought I'm by myself. I don't know that I that I can catch a bus. It was late at night, but I, is I there could... trouble spots? Yeah, yeah. So there's, there's, so there's highlighted trouble spots. Well, I can't get trouble with security on those buses, those routes. Yeah. There's yeah, calls think... too for police officers or some kind of security personnel to yeah. be on a, each bus. Yeah. As always, we appreciate your perspective. This is Woody's Believe It or Not, this is. This is a fact. <laughs> Dogs domesticated themselves. That's Kangaroos this. can't fart. 3% of ice is penguin urine. Incredible stories that you almost believe aren't true. And no, this is going to blow your mind we today. We've done this for a while. Get out of my way, Chips. I'm not standing in your way, that's for sure. Woman declared you're de- doing that yourself. Woman declared dead, discovered oh. breathing at funeral home. Well... So a woman Goodness. seemingly has risen from the dead, a bit like Lazarus in the Bible. Oh, yeah. Over the weekend, the bizarre case unfolded when the 82-year-old woman was pronounced dead at 11.15am. After okay. being transported to the funeral home, yeah. the worker unzipped the body bag and the 60-year, 66-year-old woman mm-hmm. was inside and found her gasping for air. Well, it's a bit hard to breathe when someone's put in a plastic bag, isn't it? This has led me to discover other incredible stories where people were pronounced dead. Yep. But were alive. This one's called Honey, I'm Home. Okay. A woman whose husband was living in Australia had organised a hit on his wife. She walked out of the house one day and was kidnapped by men intent on taking her out. At some point during the ordeal, the kidnappers had a change of heart and didn't go through with it. 
So it was quite a surprise when she arrived in Australia and crashed her own funeral to her husband's fraudulent absolute shock. Fraudulent stuff. Unbelievable. I was a bit more worried about the person who was confirmed deceased and then woke up at her own funeral in the body bag. That's not... Let's just make sure that... Ne- I'm still going. Well... Next one's on him, this is called. This one you actually will not believe. This is a story of a man who seemingly drunk himself to death at a party. Alcohol? Always drink responsibly. Well, clearly this bloke didn't. It was a shock to medical examiners and him too when he awoke a few hours later in the morgue. It was equally surprising when he returned to the party (laughs) and joined friends who were drinking to his memory. Yeah, that's a soldier. (laughs) Always drink within your limits. And always think about what Woody says on this radio and think to yourself, is this true or not? It's Triple M Breakfast. Australia's number one entertainment reporter, Peter Forty Ford, is here with us. Good morning, Forty. Oh, on a sad day in terms of the entertainment and music world with the death of Bert Bacharach, legendary composer. I mean, I was just saying to my producer for TV, you know, make up a list of the top 10 songs he wrote. And he called me back and said, but there's like 80. Which ones are we going to include? So I think 48 top 10 hits here in Australia. And I think about 72 top 10 hits in America. I think one one of those great songs is... What the world needs now is love, 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 and, you know, stood the test of time because it's got a great message for oh, it. Some of them, and a lot of the songs have been, a lot of artists, current artists, go and re-record yes. his songs all the time. Um, I tell you, that, well, Ronan Keating, only about three years ago, bought out a whole album of Bacharach songs, and, and people like Elvis Costello, they work together all the time. I tell you, one of my favourite albums is, a, you probably never heard of it, there's the, the Isley Brothers, Ron Isley and Bacharach got together and did an album and it's absolutely exquisite but when you go through the list of some of these songs like Alfie always something there to remind me I'll never fall in love again walk on by the look of love what's new pussycat uh, it's I mean admittedly a lot of these songs are going back to the 60s and the 70s but just a brilliant man yeah they're absolute bangers though and like, what are they? how's this this is a Dion Warwick cover. Yeah, and a lot of these songs too, you've got to admit, also it was the, the meeting of great minds because the lyrics were written by a man called Hal David. Not for all of these, but for a lot of those Dion Warwick ones they were. And so Hal David, he died about 10 years ago. And uh, the other big one that we should acknowledge that he co-wrote with Carol Bayer-Sager, who he was married to at the time, was That's What Friends Are For. And that was a very significant thing because that was a song where all these big name stars got together and recorded it and it was to raise money for AIDS charities and this is back in the 80s when it still wasn't really talked about, it wasn't fashionable to get involved and to try and help and you know, and he was behind that and co-wrote that song. Yeah, his songs will stand the test of time unlike some of the radio segments that I've done in my life, <laughs> 40. But or some of the, I don't want to sound old, but some of the music these days, 40. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah. Rubbish! Hey, 40, any surprises in Shane Warne's will? Did you, did you 
you manage to get anything oh. from Warney? <laughs> <laughs> no, I got left out totally. Uh, look, the only surprise for me was it was actually a, a little bit less than I thought there would be. So the estate was worth $20.7 million, which, of course, that's a lot of money. Mm. But I thought it would have been a lot more with all the endorsement deals he did. I mean, and things like I'm a Celebrity, he got $2 million just for that. And the last several years of his life, he was flipping a lot of properties and, and making a lot of money. And in the end, the only property he actually owned was a house down in Portsea uh, on the Mornington Peninsula. And he did quite well with that. That, that had doubled in value in three years. So it came in at $6.5 million. Wow. But um, yeah, so uh, that was the only surprise. But in terms of how it was divvied up, I wasn't the least bit surprised to see that the kids got 31% each and the rest being divided up between his his brother Jason and his niece and nephew got you know, I have said nice little gifts. I think the little gifts are about $200,000. So, you know, that's still great. And so those kids are set up for life now. There's no doubt about it. But it still feels weird even talking about, you know, Shane in the past tense. Mm, mm. Yeah, it does. And I thought that just before 40 as well. You go, geez, he's really passed. So, yeah, big loss to the sporting world. But uh, 40, thank you so much. This is Woody and Tubes. Woody, today, yeah. rest point turns 50, yes. which is unbelievable. We are so lucky to have in the studio the general manager of Rest Point, Andrew Fox. Good morning, Andrew. Good morning, guys. First of all, I want to say thank you because Rest Point has totally supported our ethos of people in Tassie treating themselves. <laughs> so you've given us so many tickets to shows and we appreciate that. We've asked people to call in with Rest Point memories and you've given us a bunch of cash to give away in exchange for it. Some of those memories have been incredible. Everybody, everybody in Hobart's got a memory of Rest Point, whether it be an anniversary or birthday or a show that they went to, a special occasion. It's the place to go. And, uh, you know, our lineup of entertainment is just incredible. It is. And the renovations there are amazing. A lot's mm. happened in the last 12 months, Andrew. Run us through oh, what's happened. It's been huge. We've uh, we've opened the new Longhorn Smokehouse restaurant, which has got some beautiful brisket and ribs, and I know you Gets guys a tick have from me. already uh, checked <laughs> that tip. out and tasted those flavours, and that's just amazing. The Birdcage Bar has had a makeover as well, and it's looking fabulous. Opened the new casino December last year as well. But, you know, it's just beautiful with the views over the Derwent. And, of course, we've got our boardwalk downstairs you know, with the bistro, which is a real crowd favourite for all the locals. Just such a stunning spot. Sometimes you forget how stunning it is right on the water. So mm. gorgeous. I've got a lot of memories of Rest Point. Yeah. Andrew Fox was actually the food and beverage manager when I started back up at Rest Point because I started my work there in 2003, then left and lived in Canada for a while, came back in 2009. Is that about the time yeah. you started? That's right. Yeah, no, I remember you being there, Tube. So I'm, working. Yes. I well, well, let's you lose that phrase loose, uh, loosely. <laughs> oh, nothing's changed then. No, so no, much yeah. has changed. Uh, look, no, I'm, I'm talking I'm about, talking about your work ethic. <laughs> oh, come on, come on. The place. He was a good talker. Let's say. Oh uh, God, doesn't mm. surprise me. Oh, uh, this is how I ended up here, I guess. Yeah. <laughs> I can remember being a little intimidated by the man that's standing. Mm. I'm still a little bit intimidated while he's still here. I still. Why feel is like, that? Because I think I'm still on the rosters there at Rest Point. I think I might <laughs> well, be still on the books. We're waiting, for, we're waiting for him to show up again. <laughs> but one day it'll happen. I have such fond memories mm. of that place, and there's a load of people that have worked down there at Rest Point, and it is a very special place to me because it is the first place I ever got a proper job that was regular ongoing work and I know that that's been a big support to the community too Foxy how many people do you I've called you Foxy there 
Wow. That's Blind Mr. Cheeks. Fox everybody, to you. Oh, not at all. Everybody does. Everybody does. It's but fun. how many people do you employ there now? How many, how many people do you support through the community? We've got uh, we've got about 650 employees there at the moment. And, uh, you know, everybody loves there. We've got a lot of employees that have been there for 30 and 40 years. So, uh, you know, so many loyal people and that have worked in there. And I think probably over the 50 years, there would have been tens of thousands of people that have cycled through and had jobs there. Oh, absolutely. It's interesting we... you say that because when I first started going there, of course, of legal age at 18. No, but I did. Regines. <laughs> Regines. I loved Regines. Birdcage Bar as well. I see people there now that remember me from when I was 18 because they've been there that long. Mm. And it's, it's obviously a good sign of the workplace environment to have that. That kind of loyalty from your staff. It's a great place to work. And obviously, you know, it's a family-owned Tasmanian company. You know, the Federal Group's the biggest employer, private employer in Tasmania. We employ about 2,500 people right across the state. Unbelievable stuff. Now, the renovations are finished. All complete. The place is looking absolutely immaculate. And uh, we're so happy to be celebrating our 50th birthday today. Not bad. 200K birthday pay. Tell us about this. $200,000. Well, you know, you only turn 50 once. Oh, oh, man. We're giving away so many prizes. You know, we've got a scratch and win promotion. So every time you purchase something down at Rest Point, an eligible purchase, you'll get a scratchy. And at the end of the month, this in the second chance draw, we have five people who'll have the chance to win $10,000. Well, there's certainly lots of celebrations happening today with the 50th birthday at Rest Point. If you want to get down there, I'm pretty sure everybody knows where it is. Down on Sandy Barry <laughs> Road, head on down to the casino. Andrew Fox from Rest Point. Thanks so much for joining us on Triple M Breakfast with Woody and Shoes. Great to be here. I still feel like I'm in trouble. <laughs> it's Triple M Breakfast. Tara in Conningham. Good morning, Tara. Hey, how you going? You wanted to give us an update with something that's happening down the channel. I'm oh, sorry, just working to work. Um, <laughs> yeah. Please, four, four tall chips. Where um, are they? Woodbridge. Woodbridge? What, just on the side of the road? or Two parked at the Marine Discovery Centre and the other two just out in the bay. You know what this is in aid of? Yes, I know. The wooden well, boat tell festival. us, Tara, what's oh, happening? Oh, sorry. Spoiler alert. <laughs> <laughs> the wooden, the uh, wooden Boat Festival. Yeah, the Wooden Boat Festival is on all this weekend. I suggest if anyone's got nothing to do or you've got something to do that you want to cancel, head on down to the Wooden Boat Festival happening all this weekend down at the docks. Good on you, Tara. Thanks for your call. No worries. It looks like you can get some stuff down there at Woodbridge too, a little free entry. Oh, I wanted to know what Tara was doing for the day. Are you still she there, just Tara? She's walking to work. Yeah, I'm working. Oh, yeah. What's your work? School. Uh, uh, one of the heroes. It's Triple M Breakfast. Now. Our state's best on show. Tri- Triple M Breakfast with Woody and Tubes. Tassie Trivia. Powered by Creative Modular Homes. Fast, fabulous, affordable. Yes, we've got $200 to give away right now because Stephen in Claremont is back. Good morning, Stephen. Good morning. How are you today? Are you a little nervous, Stephen? No, of course. It's only 200 <laughs> Mate, that's a lot of money. It's <laughs> only two loaves of bread. I almost thought I could duck out of the studio, ring in to try and get oh, the Tassie Trivia myself, be. but... Stephen, labour for you too. <laughs> Come, I wish, Stephen. I wish. Good on you, Stephen. You're back. Can you test your buzzer, please? Stephen. Well, you will be taking on Rebecca in Acton. Good morning, Rebecca. Good morning. Could you please test your buzzer? Beck. Ooh, like it short, mm. short for you, Beck. To the point. All right, Beck. I like this show, Stephen. We are ready to go. Two hundred dollars on the line. Thanks to Creative Modular Homes. Fast, fabulous, affordable. Here we go. Question number one. What colour 
Uh, Tasmania. Oh, yes. Green. What? Have you... Do you... Have you... Pre- well, it was only going to be Jackers, Jackies, wasn't it? Well, Beck is pretty fast. Wow, good uh, on you. That's correct. <laughs> You don't know tubes, do you? Stephen, uh, I'll get you the question. What colour are Tasmanian businesses decking themselves out in to support the Tasmanian jack jumpers? And green is correct. Yeah, it's sort of been one and answered, hasn't it? Yeah. Well, don't worry. You've got a chance to bounce back here, Stephen. Question number two. How many metro bus services have been... Stephen. Oh, she got it. Beck? Uh, 68 today, I think. Are you sure? Have you checked the latest... Oh, no. oh no, not you. That's not your job, Beck. That's Jubes' job. He's got one job. No, not yours. Oh, no. That's what we're Look, employed to do is to this do is this This is the risk you. you take when you buzz in early. Okay, Beck. okay. What was it? Hey, what are you 67 doing? 67 is correct, Beck, but uh, I probably should have asked Stephen, but he would have got it anyway because the answer was pretty easy. Um, Stephen, we're going to go to a third question. So, wait, I'm confused. Stephen got it. Right. <laughs> he would have got it because the question was how many bus services have been cut across over today? A67, B4. Stephen, would you have guessed four? <laughs> no. That's a laughing no. All right, here we go. Final question. Beck and Stephen, tiebreaker. Here we go. What is the restaurant sitting atop rest Beck. point? Mm. The Beck. revolving. Just like that. Well, Beck, I. Well done. $200 is all yours, thanks to Creative Modular Homes, fast, fabulous, affordable. Thank you. How about that? What are you going to do with the cash? Uh, treat myself. Yes! yes. Uh, or you can come back and you can... No, no, no I, think I, might, I think I might cut, my, cut it and run, I think. Smart. Stephen, I'm so sorry. I'm a little so, disappointed. I'll, I'll, that... I'll just come on the radio show and earn your money and then I'll be right again. <laughs> Thank you, Stephen. I was a little disappointed that I didn't get to read that whole question. What is a restaurant sitting atop rest point called? A, the point dissolving. B, the point revolving. I didn't get a chance to do the joke. To read your joke. Probably didn't need to do it. Well done, Beck. 200 bucks is all yours. Thank you very much. This is Woody and Tubes. An absolutely enormous win last night to the Tasmania Jack Jumpers. Absolutely sensational. I, I wrote them off. The start of the season. I'm, I'm, you I'm a fan. Let's stop. I'm a fan. Huge fan of the Jackies. I love going out there to my state bank arena. I love that environment. I love the team. I love the coach. I love what he's set up there. I love everything that Scott Roth has created out there, along with all the staff off the field as well, off the court rather, I should say. Last night, we played in a playing tournament of the seeding qualifier. The Tassie Jack Jumpers won mm. by 12 points over the Illawarra Hawks in Illawarra. So they had to go up there. Uh, sorry, the Cairns Taipans, rather. Yeah. They, they beat the Illawarra Hawks to get into yep. the playoffs, and then they beat the Cairns Taipans last night, 79 to 87. Milton Doyle starred with 25 points and three steals. Rashad Kelly had a double-double, 11 points and 12 rebounds. Jack McVeigh, 13 points and nine rebounds. But the star of the show, in my opinion, was Isaac White. This is a guy that came on as a fill-in player for some injuries. So Clint Steindl was out with an injury, and Isaac White was just named in the side as an injury replacement player, and 
It's been fantastic to see the rise of Isaac White. They call him the Iceman. He had 18 points, four rebounds and two steals in probably his best NBL performance that I've seen. That means we go on to play the New Zealand Breakers in the three-game series of the playoff series to get into the championship series. Flying out today, they are. Flying out. Yep, Heading to over to New Zealand. It was it's so it was so, it's so hard to watch. And what I love about it is a lot of people wrote them off at the early, earlier in the year. Guilty. You were, but you're a husk half empty kind of guy. I I said but, wait. Well, I've never jumped off the jackies. Never. I've, I, I'm going to get tattooed green on my. Here we body. go. There we go. Mark um, that down <laughs> as a, as uh, just something we play a weekend to the, remind people that. Uh, Woody's going to get a green tattoo somewhere. But tubes on. Where you wanted to put it? Oh four double eight double eight one zero seven three. I regret I, saying I, I that. I didn't write them off. I oh. said it is unrealistic of us to expect the Tasmania Jack Jumpers to, in their second season, come out and get to playoffs. I just didn't think they were going to do it, and that was based on. Me being a sports fan, yeah. me being a Jack Jumpers fan, I didn't set the expectation too high. But clearly, the Jack Jumpers fraternity inside the four walls of My State Bank Arena believe they could do it. But don't you reckon that's what Scott Roth's done? The whole team doesn't rely on just one or two people. No, well, you get massive injuries, this... and they're still smashing it in the finals. Josh Majette is out with his fractured yeah. cheekbone, and he looks terrible to be fair but he copped an errant elbow and he's a big player to 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 fit to fill yeah. so they just put in Isaac White and Isaac White went berserk Crazy. and I'm so excited they will take on the New Zealand Breakers next week in the playoff series if you'd like more of tubes and spit on sport you can get it on the listener app LISTNR and if you're a business and you want a Jackie's pack you can hit them up it comes with posters balloons everything you need to paint your business green just and on that what on the Tubes of Spin on Sport, there's some exclusive audio from the Tasmanian Tigers win from Molly Strano. I gave her my microphone inside the four walls of the change rooms after their win, and it will be up on the listener app. To celebrate their 50th birthday, this is Memories of Rest Point on Triple M Breakfast with Woody and Tubes. Create new memories at Rest Point. Come play. It is Rest Point's 50th birthday today. So much stuff happening down there at the casino. It's amazing. It's a massive hub for Hobart and Tasmania. 200k will be given away. Yeah, amazing stuff. We're sharing your memories of Rest Point here on Triple M. You can give us a call right now, one triple three five three. With your memories of Rest Point, we'll give you $50 to spend at the Federal Group on a gift card. Dave in Claremont has given us a call. Good morning, Dave. How are you, Dave? Very well, thank you. What's your memory of Rest Point? I've got a couple. Um, the first first one was back in the 80s. I was working at Les Lees, which was a clothing store, yes. but we had an alteration section. And we were asked to do the costumes for a Las Vegas-style cabaret they were doing down there. So we had, we had to make all the costumes for them, and like the showgirls were pretty um, up there. And um, for that year old, it was pretty good. <laughs> <laughs> Didn't your Leslie's? Who was the one that fronted that? I remember Leslie's. Uh, back in the day, it was uh, his name was Mr. Enns. He was a German guy. He started the yes. whole company there, and his wife came in and she did a tour, and we just. Um, went along and made all these costumes oh. for uh, all the guys down Brilliant. there. Brilliant. Brilliant. We are going to have yeah. to bring back, we don't have time, we are going to have to bring back a story about Cabaret 
girls and your dad yeah. tubes and what he got up to <laughs> when he was younger years. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Good on you, Dave. Yeah, 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 50 yeah. bucks is all yours. <laughs> well done. And Mariah or Maria in Howrah. Hello. Hello. You? You've got a rest point memory that you want to share? I have, yes. Run me through it. Oh, it was about 28 years ago. Um, we had the boys being minded down there and we were having a coffee. And we saw everyone turning around, so we decided to have a bit of a look. And here was our son and his friend walking towards us uh, in between two security guards. <laughs> oh, no. They were, oh. Yeah. Oh, they dear. were dripping wet. Head down, oh, the no. security guard said, do these belong to you? <laughs> and I said, yes. I was so embarrassed. And he said that they went to the pool and was doing bombs in the water and having a great time. <laughs> do you know? Do yeah, you? We, yes. We finished our coffee and, and went out very quickly, I can tell you. Do you know, Maria, I don't have kids and I don't want to liken your kids to dogs, but I've got two <laughs> and Mr Chunky Pants, he went up to a sunbaker and, oh, no. and cocked his leg and she turned around and said, not mine. Not my oh, dog. I'm no. I'm glad you owned your kids. I probably would have just said, nah, they're not mine, mate. Yeah, well, they just stood there and dripping oh everywhere and everyone was looking at them. It was just... Oh, uh, that's yeah. wonderful stuff, oh, Maria. Thank wow. you so much for your call. We've got 50 bucks for you to spend at Rest Point. Come play. Well, that was the end. That's the end. Whew. That was a good week. Yep. We, you can text us whenever you like about anything. 0488881073. Uh, we'll be back. Well, I don't know when you're listening to this, so who knows? I was going to say we were going to be back with an exclusive on Tuesday about strike action that's going to be announced on this show, but you could be listening to this from two years ago. We still could be. So don't alarm. We still could be back. The date is the 10th of February, 2023. (laughs) Have a good weekend. Have a great one. Bye. Why? That's so bad. Please cut that out, Rhea. No, leave it. No, don't. Don't. I'm. Thank God, I'm only forced to like you till one p.m. <laughs> you barely do that. I know. <laughs> Woody and Tubes weekdays on Triple M and anywhere on the Listener app. It's Triple M breakfast.